It's time to play our favorite game. It's time to play the game. Our favorite game in all the world. Guess the Kickstarter from just the name. Welcome to our favorite game in all the world. And here's your host, Russ Morris Morrissey. Hello and welcome to our favourite game in all the world, the game where I read out the name of a Kickstarter and my panel of RPG experts tries to guess what it is from just the name. With me this week, as always, is Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Roleplayers. And our special guest this week is Phil Reed from Steve Jackson Games, who's here to do battle with Peter for this week's trophy... The trophy being a metaphorical trophy, of course. There is no actual trophy. A trophy of the mind. (laughs) Are you both ready to play? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Peter, would you like to go first so Phil can see how it works? Yes, yes, let's do it that way. All right then, Peter. What is Crown of the Oathbreaker? I don't know. I'm already excited, though. So that's a good sign. That's a good name. Uh, Crown of the Oathbreaker. Um, Like... Obviously, I want this to be about um, a supplement about Lord Soth um, and be about Soranic fights in um, Dragonlance, but sadly, the realist in me knows this is not a thing that is happening. So, yeah, just a little bit of a sad sigh has the world is slightly less brilliant than it could otherwise have been. But, yeah, okay. assuming it's not so about so, Lord Soth. So that's what you think it isn't, but the, the point of this game is for you to try and guess what it oh, is. Oh, 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 point of the game, I think you're fine, <laughs> is, is to be what I would like it to be, and then what I actually think it is. I, you know, I, I would love it to be that, but I don't think it is. Uh, but maybe it's something similar, because Crown the Oathbreaker sounds like an absolutely excellent adventure path, which will be uh, following um, some sort of vaguely Game of Thrones-style Borgesque politics, has a presumably regicide uh, usurps the crown and uh, becomes in charge and then you're sort of following the ups and downs and then leading to going back to restoring the status quo. Uh, so an adventure path um, probably a third party, probably not Pezo, so I guess for maybe 5th edition. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. It is an adventure path. It is for D&D 5th edition. It is also for Pathfinder 2nd edition. Nice. And it's a dark adventure campaign through a cursed kingdom and the Uh Fey Realms. Ah, The story is set in a multi-layered sandbox realm in which the players will uncover dark secrets from the past of a royal family after the fall of a blessed era and break a curse that plagues the kingdom. Well, there you go. Mess with the king, get cursed. That's mm. just how it rolls. Well, you did quite office. well there, Peter. I'm going to give oh, you 75 you. points out of 100 for that one. Uh, oh, wow. That's well, the highest. I'm assuming the negative 25 was for spending so much time talking about what it wasn't. <laughs> oh, Phil, Phil, Phil. That wasn't negative 25. Trust me, <laughs> I've, seen negative tw- I've seen negative a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, well, now I have a challenge. <laughs> have you, have you ever seen the uh, TV show QI, Phil? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I kind of slightly borrowed the scoring system from that. It's in no way arbitrary and whimsical or capricious. It is based on an entirely scientific method. 
method, which is why Russ is typing furiously, inputting data into, well, it won't be a spreadsheet, uh, because Russ isn't a hack, it will be some sort of SQL program. No, anyway. That sounds like that sarcasm thing I've heard about. Being <laughs> <laughs> some politics in there as well. Who can say? Anyway, moving on. Right then, so Phil, 75 points to beat. You can do it, Phil. Are moving. you ready? What is the excellence RPG and princess accessories? Sounds and like it's a role-playing game. As far as accessories, I'm going to guess there are dice because everyone needs more dice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what are accessories. If there's not a ring in there, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> but yes, I would say it's a rules-light role-playing game with a lot of art and comes from an indie side of the thought process. More story game than hardcore, crunchy, mathy game. And what is the theme of the game? Your excellent princesses. <laughs> you ex- <laughs> that is exactly what you are. You are excellent princesses. <laughs> so uh, the excellence is a game about being excellent princesses in an awesome <laughs> cartoon world. Mm, good, good. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, this, That's more. <laughs> yeah, this does look fun. <laughs> so the art is all very, you know, pink and cartoony. Um, the tagline is: "You've earned a sword, you've won a crown. Now you have a responsibility to help keep Awesome World awesome and safe. Are you princess enough?" This sounds like a Kickstarter campaign. I should see. It does. It does. So there's lots of different dice. The accessories include uh, token counters in flower shapes, mm-hmm. um, roll 20 packs, pencil cases. Nice. So it's, uh, it feels like it's aimed towards the younger end of the market. Yes, I think that's fair to say. Because no one's tried to sell me a pencil case for a very long time. I have no. to say I'm a little bit saddened by that. Is there a, a music box? I would hope I can't see a music box, but I would hope that there is a music box. Maybe stretch goals, stretch goals. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um. So, uh, and this one's uh, funded already. No, it hasn't. It hasn't quite funded, but it's got two weeks to go yet, and it's clearly yeah. definitely going to fund. It's got a oh, a nine thousand nine hundred dollar goal. Interesting. That's an odd goal, rather than it's 10, not ten thousand. So. Well, maybe Kickstarter does say that you should set the goal for what you need, so mm-hmm. maybe they need 9,900. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Minus well, 10%. Yeah, so they've done 6,500 so far. They're clearly, they're clearly going to fund. Yeah. That does look awesome. How much is a PDF for us? Um, well, actually, let's have a look. I'll get, get quotas some prices. We need to know. This some prices? Some prices? Yeah. You want some prices? Uh, so for $25, you'll get the RPG and a diary. Mm. Uh, that's the physical copies. I'm assuming the diary is your character sheet or a little character journal of some sort. Uh, it might just be a diary with a princess on. Let's have a look. I shall scroll through the... How, how much glitter is involved for us? I don't know. Not I don't know, know what the diary is. I'm going to guess it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for fifty nine dollars, mm-hmm. you'll get a digital copy of the RPG, the diary, mm-hmm. a code for the roll twenty pack, a Ooh. coupon to play, and a coupon to play the game online with one of their professional GMs. Oh, nice! Which is an interesting reward. 
Yeah. Because they're throwing in a game session. Yeah. Well, learning how to play a game is a that's a good idea. I suppose the, the main there's only so many um so many people I suppose they could do that for. Because mm-hmm. if if your Kickstarter exploded and you suddenly had to roll online games for, you know, seven thousand people. That could get get awkward. But on a smaller Kickstarter, that seems like a really good idea. That's going to be an incredible TPK. Mm. (laughs) That's a lot of dead princesses. That's a lot of princesses. Uh, So, I think you pretty much got that spot on there, Phil. I think you've just scored 100 points out of 100. Wow. Wow, 100%. Wow, that's that's it. Good good work. Peter, you're lagging by 25 points. Can you catch up? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Hit me. What, what is mortar sheen? Mortar sheen. Mortar sheen. Uh, how do you spell it? I'll spell it for you. M O R T A S H E E N. All one word. And here I thought you were going to polish. Was that S H E E N? Interesting. Yeah, it does sound like a polish, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I thought he was uh, going to polish the mortar in the wall. <laughs> Well, that's the that's the oldest interpretation, but it's like lacking an R, so now I'm just like, well, I don't know what this is. For, um, for free, I will tell you it's not a polish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like my guns keep being spiked before I started. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? Okay, uh, so Mortachine. I think Mortachine is a um, sort of a magic realism style um, role playing game set in sort of a near future alternative universe, uh, maybe with some sort of dimension hopping where you're um, going and I guess retrieving artifacts or whatever it is you normally get up to when you're dimension hopping. Um, and Mortachine is the uh i think that's the name of a place um maybe it's like the sort of hub to which you keep coming back to um and that you're working out of uh am i getting anything else from name no no certainly not um what do i think of it i think it's probably not fifth edition or pathfinder i think it is it's not powered by the apocalypse it's not called Blades or In the Dark something. So I think it's probably like a an independent uh, RPG system. Okay, then. No. That is an amazing guess. You would totally play that game. <laughs> Do you know what amazes me most about that amazing guess? How wrong it is in every detail. <laughs> to be fair, it's not wrong in every detail, just most of it. Okay, that's important. So I was going to give you minus a thousand points, but you did get a couple of details right towards the end. Woo-hoo! So, so you're only going to lose nine hundred ninety-eight points instead. Okay. Oh, so oh this... a million. That's really fair. <laughs> so this is an original tabletop role-playing system, as you said. Yes. And it is based on a place called Mortachine. Mm-hmm. But this Mortachine is a monstrous battle monster world. Based on a series of comics by Jonathan uh, 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 Wojcik, W-O-J-C-I-K. I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, Wojcik, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Huh. So uh, he is the creator of a lot of online comics and short mm. stories and uh, other things that you can see on his website at mm. blogleech.com. 
Okay. And his biggest thing is the world of Mortachine. Mm. And it's inspired by things like Pokemon, Digimon, and Neopets. It's like a monster mm. training world with loads of parasites and fungi and ghouls and mm-hmm. biotech and weird, yeah. weird monstrous stuff. Mm-hmm. So sort of so an alternative future sort of thing. No, nothing to do with the future. No. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> pretty no. Different Good dimension. Try. Perhaps? No. <laughs> no, no dimensions. No. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's this dimension. Uh, age pass and okay. <laughs> uh, so it's twi- so the sort of comics and other media has been around for 20 years yeah. and this is the RPG right uh, and um, you know we're talking bug-eyed monsters out of 50s B-movies and Ooh. horror manga and all sorts of weird stuff weird mm. creepy strange monstrous stuff mm-hmm. okay that sounds interesting it's, it's no awesome princesses game, but, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't turn it down as it happened. What would be amazing is if it turned out to be the same system as awesome princesses. You, you might like that's not a strong possibility. <laughs> and then the two could cross over, but I don't think it is. Easy hack. Easy. Mm. Go. Go. Okay, then. So, it is now... Interesting. It is now Phil's turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil currently has 100 points. Mm-hmm. Peter has minus 900 and... I can't even work that out now. 23. I assumed it was... Minus 998 plus 75, whatever that is. Oh, you try to do maths. (laughs) (laughs) Minus 920-something, something something in that region. (laughs) I believe you do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Phil, are you ready? Are you ready for Um, the last one? Yes. Okay. What is Wonder Squares, the Underwood Tunnels? Oh, I really hope this is hunting for bread underground. <gasps> I'll spell Wonder Squares. It's W-A-N-D-E-R, not W-O-N-D-E-R. Wonder Squares. Oh, now I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. So Wonder Squares and the word tunnels? Mm-hmm. Wow. That is either someone who really, really knows their audience and has a huge following or they love tunnels and squares. <laughs> I do quite like tunnels and squares. That is... Yeah. I'm I mean, hoping it is a tactical dungeon crawler RPG and I'm going to wander squares in tunnels underground and kill monsters and take their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's a fantasy role-playing game, but it's got an ever-changing map, which is made up of these squares, which you put together in a what's the word geo geomorph type way, what's the, you know, where any square can connect to any other square, but by a means of yes. tunnels that go Ge- off the geomorph. edge. Geomorph. Geomorph. Yes. That's the word I'm looking for, isn't it? Uh, so there's 32 interlocking adventure squares, and each square is a tiny story with monsters, puzzles, and treasure. And then the map can grow in like lots of different combinations in each new direction the players choose. That actually sounds like it could be nifty. So it's uh, like hmm. for one shot RPG sessions or something. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got quite, kind of like a choose your own choose your own adventure path kind of feel to it in a way. Okay. And there appears to be a whole bunch of treasure cards, which also go. So you explore each square, you can uncover treasure cards, which are potions and weapons and magical creatures that will help you out. So it's uh, 
like Carcassonne tile placement sort of. Yeah, game? it's kind of it's, it's like it's kind of a cross between an RPG and a board game, I guess. Okay. It reminds me a little of do you know some of those D and D in the fourth edition era games that you had to put down yes. tiles and then you had to explore on. I only played one of yeah, those. Yeah, like Wrath the, the Ravenloft. Ashalad, whatever it was. Wrath of Ashalad Delon or something like that. That sounds cool. But yeah, it was a big box of cardboard and cards and minis. Mm. And it was kind of a derivative of the fourth edition rule set. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of along those lines. It looks like it's, yeah, sort of. It's not It's not a D&D rule system or anything like that. But you, t- you put down... Are there minis? Um, and are um, they square? I don't think there are, no. Okay. There are no minis. You get adventure squares, treasure cards, character sheets. Oh, you get character pieces with stands. Okay, there are sort of minis. But okay. they're paper, paper minis rather than, right. rather than actual miniatures. Stretch goal. Yeah, yeah possibly. possibly. <laughs> so have have they? Have they? They, uh, they haven't done. But looking, uh, yeah, they're not, they're not paid their card, but they're quite nice looking. Yeah, it's quite nice to me. Uh, it's got 19 days to go. It's just coming up to halfway funded. It looks like it will probably fund to me. It's going to be a close-ish one, but it looks like it will fund. Well, if they can attract some princesses to their land <laughs> yes, and visit yeah. the world of Mortis Sheen, should be an excellent three-way crossover. Right, so we've got two more to go. Two more to go. Okay. So the scores are currently 200 to fill, minus 9,000... Uh, okay, you just got bigger. 25 or something. Like, no. Well, I have no idea. It's 900 and now it's minus 9,000. So minus you nine, yeah, minus uh, 925. Like inflation uh, gets to everything now. Yeah. Or, okay. or maybe Russ has got his spreadsheet confused with the. Uh, it's not minus 923. Minus 923. Yes. That's correct. Right, Tyrant. So that's all my phone. My mistake. Okay, Peter. Are you ready for your last one? Yeah, hit me. Minus 923. What Ish. is Black Void Under Nebulous Skies? A kickstarter that I'm going to back. Uh, wait, no, I'm not playing Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> um, Black Void Under Nebulous Skies. Well, I'm hoping it's science fiction, because otherwise I shall be deeply disappointed. Uh... I am also hoping for maybe a touch of horror in there as well. Um, it's about um, exploration because it would be seriously wrong not to have that. Uh, some proper deep space stuff. Uh, Black Void and the Nebula Skies. I think it's also very focused on relationships. Um, and maybe there's like a strong romance theme as well, rather than being a really hard uh, sci-fi version of a game. Uh, uh, I'm probably going to say it is a original system. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Black Void is an existing game uh, okay. released last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dark um, sci-fi game. Uh, mm-hmm. It revolves around the resurgence of humanity after cataclysmic events mm-hmm. um, destroyed the Earth, and yes. they're trying to find a new place in uh, in an un- a vast and unfamiliar cosmos. Mm-hmm. So that's the game that was released. Uh, Under Nebulous Skies 
is a is travel a setting book. Yes. Yeah, campaign and source book for that nice. game. Yes. Uh, 250 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, it deal, details new creatures, species, um, places, NPCs. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a source book and campaign with setting material, new uh, new player options. Sounds fantastic. It does sound fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've not played Black Void before, so I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. But awesome. for those Black Void fans out there, this seems like a... a a no-brainer to me. Uh, oh. Let's have a look at how well it's doing. Uh, it has a Kickstarter goal of 120,000 DKK. What's DKK? Uh, Dutch Krona. Okay. No, Denmark. Uh, Krona from Denmark. Sorry. Okay. So 120,000 of Danish. those. <laughs> Danish. Dutch Krona. <laughs> look, look at my ability to get a word. <laughs> yes. Danish yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 120,000 is the uh, is the goal. It's done 91,000 with two weeks to go, so clearly it's going to fund. Mm. Available uh, for Modifius, I see. Modifius, yes. How does it look? Yes. Mm. Is it dark, scary art? Because most things are. Most things are available yeah. for Modifius. <laughs> uh, so I'll give you a point there for saying that was an original system there, Peter, because Black Void is apparently an original system. Uh, well, it's Black Void and... The space exploration part? Oh, I suppose that's good. Oh, I'll give you another point for that then. So that puts you at minus 921, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) And that means it is now Phil's last one. Go on, Phil. You can do this. This is my chance to blow it. It's your chance to win the trophy, the metaphorical trophy. What is Dragon Bond, Great Worms of Draca? That sounds like someone's 5e source book with a lot of dragon information. If there was an adventure included, I wouldn't be shocked, but I think the bulk of it is, look at all these dragons. So, yes, it is 5th edition. Yes, it is dragon-themed. It's more adventure-focused than you thought, though. It's five RPG adventures against great worms, including gargantuan plastic dragon miniatures so draco i believe is a mexican company Mm -hmm. and uh they have produced board games and miniatures before so what they're producing here is a rpg adventure source book and accompanying giant dragon miniatures to go with it can you define giant um let's have a look how big they are let's have a look so we've got one two three four five six seven different miniatures Mm mm-hmm um, it's a hardcover printed book, gargantuan size. Is, uh, just trying to see if there's any actual measurements on them. Sounds like a couple of inches. Uh, they've got terrain pieces. They've got uh, digital printing files. Loads of miniatures, actually. Uh, mm. I can't find an actual size other than that they're gargantuan. How's it doing uh, as a project? 32 millimeter. What's that? Oh, uh, that's a bit bigger than 28 mil. <laughs> that's the scale. Yeah, um, uh, 20, 20, 28 mil is uh, here we go. a standard size figure. So yeah, so yeah, so the 30, they got a thir- they got a 32 miniature next to the dragon for scale reference. The dragon is 200 millimeters tall, so that's 20 centimeters. Right, uh, so that's about seven eight inches. Yeah, so that's a lot of dragon. Mm. That's a lot of dragon. What, what's and 32 millimeter? 32 millimeter is kind of a standard for a lot of board game minis. 
Yeah, it's bigger so, than the, the standard ones we yeah. tend to see for D&D. Yeah, yeah um, so um, that's what that is. Looks pretty cool. It yeah. has not quite funded, but it's only 3,000 away from funding with 20 days to go of its 38,000 goals. So it's going to fund in the next day or two. Mm. Sounds like the minis are the... It sounds like the minis are the big draw for that project based on your description. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And basically any Kickstarter with minis included tends to go big when yeah. it comes to the numbers because they people like minis, it turns people out. People love they're, plastic. They're, they're very reusable. Yeah. It's like you like you got a mini and then you can take it to any other game you're playing and then there's just there's a lot of boxes they take. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Phil, I think you got that about half right. So, okay. 50 points to you, which gives you a total of 125 points to Peter's minus 921. Which means oh, I, can, well I can declare Phil Mead the winner <laughs> of this week's favourite game in all the world. Congratulations, Phil. Thank you so much. The, uh, the uh, metaphorical trophy is a smug feeling of self-satisfaction. I already got that from doing that for you. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's crowdfunding projects are based on the weekly EN World crowdfunding column by Egg Embryo. 